Put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> Put the lotion in the basket. That is a subliminal message for all, yeah, you, uh, for all you guys. All you San Joseans out there. Who is, where are the listeners coming from now? I looked I on was Anchor just, and Anchor is not Dude, like, we just added a Anch- new country. Uh, our okay top country in terms of listenership is of course america and then (laughs) the united states and then it's romania romania now we have some listeners in romania that's amazing wow wait some uh, listeners is it doing that like less than one percent thing when it's like one yeah exactly less than one percent less than one percent romania and then it's (laughs) ireland also less than one percent and uh united kingdom and then uh, Switzerland. And, All your uh, list is shame on you. You know, and then Germany, <laughs> and then Russia. Thing is, like, by the way, you uh, win a hundred bucks other... if you DM us and yeah. uh, can tell us who we're impersonating. But let's say, <laughs> like, it's like ninety-four percent U.S. and six percent everybody else. Well, that in terms shame. of listenership. Yeah. Shame on all of you. And then, Curse on dude, your house. Okay, so like California, Ohio. Washington, Virginia, Oregon, New York, Texas, Hawaii, Kentucky, Michigan, Minnesota, Illinois, Pennsylvania. So we're missing uh, New Mexico, I guess, and, and a bunch of others. Of Ohio, <laughs> yeah. Nobody, nobody else. Dude, Come on. I want the Ohio, mostly around Columbus. Shout out to you guys or whoever you are. And uh, California, San Jose, Mountain View, San Francisco. A lot of nerds are listening to us. A lot of nerds. Yeah. And it's but, mostly 24 to 27, right? Or, or yeah. To, exactly. A bunch of 23 level, to 27. We have a bunch of entry-level Apple workers, basically. <laughs> yeah, mostly male. Uh, probably some Facebook guys because they're in Menlo Park. Uh, oh. And uh, some Mountain View guys. Are they listeners or are they like tracking what we're saying? They might be tracking us. For 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 all I know, don't worry. Might we're be, not that influential. Uh, Facebook, maybe we'll see. We're we're part of a study about like which podcasts fail after a year. Yeah, <laughs> we're not. We're still here, we're, so we're not a secret guys. society. We're not like Q into the storm. By the way, did you watch that QAnon thing? Uh, HBO into the storm. Uh, into the storm. Yeah, Q-Anon. yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw uh, it. HBO I didn't Max. To, yeah, I didn't get to finish the first episode yet. I got like. Uh, I saw I saw the first like two episodes. 20, pretty long. I think it was like the first twenty minutes or so. But um, they don't they don't really they didn't really explain what QAnon was. They talked about like eight chan and stuff. But do they yeah, ever they, at they, some uh, point explain it? Because it feels like they just kind of bring you into the world and confuse you more. Like you, yeah, you, I, you I think the thing is that they don't tell you about the theories per se. Like they they don't really talk about all the theories, but they sort of like gloss over that and talk about. Uh, the um, the platforms where uh, all the drops, like all those Q information drops, uh, yeah. happen, like on 8chan, and um, like and they talk or about H-chan? the origin of of 8chan, and then for which was you know like uh, Q used to be on 4chan, and uh, you know the thing is they talk about all these sort of like you know less mainstream platforms. Yeah. Uh, where you can find uh, where there's like zero moderation, like moderation in terms of like, you know, uh, yeah. but I think 4chan started censoring things. Uh, well, and, I mean, it's uh, mainstream. That's why Q like, left. Reddit, Reddit <laughs> used to be one of those like weird things, and then they, and then they had a Super Bowl ad, and then it was like, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. I guess you're you're not cool anymore. 
The thing is, it was like, because you had Reddit and then I guess Reddit became uh, um, like, you know, moderated uh, more, uh, you know, there was more muscular moderation. And then uh, like, like 4chan showed up because like 2chan was a thing, like 2chan. Yeah. So they're just going like they're doubling. So the next one will be 16chan. And... uh... (laughs) You never know. I think it's just weird. But then, like you, you get to meet like some of the founders or some of the actual owners of HN right now, or the you know uh, yeah. that are based in the Philippines and Japan. Yeah. And, uh, like that guy they're, that lived they're, in the cottage or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's one guy. I think. Well, that's the beginning of the first episode, right? So the yeah. the, the I can't remember what his um, you know pseudonym is, but uh, or his name. But uh, he's a guy, um, I think his last name is Watkins or something. Uh, and like he lives somewhere in Hokkaido, which is like, you know, the northern Arctic part of Japan. Yeah. So like really remote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he talks to his neighbors like, hey, did, did you ever wonder what I do? And I was like, no, I don't know. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I'm the guy who uh, takes care of, eight, uh, who manages like 8chan. And I was like, dude, I never knew that. He was like, like you're tell. 8chan? <laughs> you're 8chan? And <laughs> whoa (laughs) whoa so it was like yeah the thing is it's just like so it's super interesting but it's scary at the same time it's just like these dark parts of the web and thing is a lot of people get their cue drops not even from the actual source they because like it's all none of that really makes sense because there's so much stuff so So people could be editing it all the way down to like yeah. yeah Yeah, so you go, so they go on these sub websites uh, where they uh, sort of like put Q info drops in a more digestible like yeah. format. So you wonder like how many people have touched this information before? It's it, basically it, a long game of telephone. Yeah. Like yeah. this Q guy could have said like, "Hey, you know, I like cheeseburgers," and by the time it gets to like the five hundredth person, it stormed the Capitol, and it's like, "How yeah. did that happen?" It's like cheeseburgers are invading the earth. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they're coming on ketchup spaceships and it's like uh, rick and morty what was it <laughs> yeah, two it's like brothers. two brothers two brothers and that's when things get really into high gear right? here <laughs> it's like uh, don't they fight an army of grandmas or something yeah they fought an army point. of grandmas and a mexican armada and then mexican armada a- and then um, a tomato at some yeah, point. There was tomatoes tomato. at some point for some reason. <laughs> and that's when the and that's when the meteorite hit, you know? <laughs> yeah. And every and like in between they would just say, like, that's when things get into higher gear. And that's when things really take a twist and like shit. Like yeah. That. Yeah. And no, it's, uh, it's really, yeah, yeah. It's, it, tribute it, it's to that episode. Yeah. We will uh, be drinking throughout this episode too, just yes. as the voice actor for uh Rick Sanchez, uh, yeah, drink. Justin and Roiland. Justin Roiland. Anyway, yeah. why are we drinking, Raph? Because we're talking about a uh, Oscar-nominated movie, Danish movie called mm-hmm. Another Round, where yeah. the whole premise of the movie is uh, these four friends who work as uh, teachers uh, decide to uh, keep their alcohol level at a certain amount because yeah. they believe they heard a theory that. Uh, says that if you keep a certain amount of alcohol in your blood, in your life stream, in, in your bloodstream, 
you will be more successful, more creative, <laughs> a better person, like better at, at everything, more or less, like a better yeah. lover. I, I you yeah, know, that, that also comes with a movie. Like, but... <laughs> I was watching it and I was like, this is how Europe does bro movies, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so classy and Oscar nominated, Tasteful. but when you write what happened on paper, it's like a Vince Vaughn movie. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, you know, starring Mads Mikkelsen, old uh, Bond villain, the guy who yeah. probably is best known for whipping Daniel Craig's balls with a rope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and also, well, yeah, he, he also played Hannibal on the TV show, Hannibal. So. Yeah, what threw me off was that this was um, the first movie I saw where Mads Mikkelsen is just a guy. Like, yeah, literally, yeah. it's like when he's in America, he always gets typecast as like some stoic villain type, like... Uh, for yeah, Doctor Strange, he's or he's a, Hannibal Lecter, or something. And then the only the time he was a dad was shit. in like Star Wars. But this yeah. time around, like, I guess movie. in Europe he can't. In Europe he can play just like a average dad person. Well, yeah, he looks like an average Danish person. <laughs> yeah, but in America he looks <laughs> fucking scary. So yeah, <laughs> he man. just stands there. Oh, he's by the way, the least uh, scary person in in Denmark. I don't know. <laughs> By the way, after we talk about this movie, I want to uh, talk about those last two minutes of the movie for a little while because that uh, that took me by surprise. I mean, yeah. he was a professional dancer, but I was watching. I was like, "What the?" F-? <laughs> Graceful. That, that, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm so used to seeing him just play these like "I'm gonna kill you" types, and this whole movie was like an average dad from the suburbs tries to keep his family together. Like kind of thing, so yeah, yeah. Well, it, <laughs> trying to keep his family together, but here, but what? What's there? A bottle of vodka, or <laughs> a bottle of booze is going to solve all his problems. But it, it's uh, you know, th- they they do explore like alcoholism in this movie uh, uh, as well. Just yeah. to sort of like you know, it's not a full on like uh, I don't know, Judd Apatow bro movie. Uh, <laughs> about guys who decide to get drunk at work and most of the day so yeah. or throughout the day actually so uh yeah to be honest, uh, I you feel know, like there are, there are some consequences uh, if i never and, saw this movie uh, yeah. this seems like something that i would probably do at 40 because i did that a few times already at like mid-20s so yeah, yeah this is like midlife crisis exactly. it is a movie yeah it's really about it, it, you know it, it it is midlife crisis on the screen with yeah. alcohol and it came wait when did it come uh, out on hulu like just uh, came out recently yeah. um i'm not sure when but but it's on hulu now so uh, okay. i'm not sure for how long because but, uh, uh another midlife crisis thing came out uh mighty ducks game changers yes yeah throughout while i was watching <laughs> another round i was like this is the mighty ducks but like with alcohol and european but <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Well, and they they don't play hockey, they play soccer. (laughs) The point is, this is the weekend of middle-age, midlife crisis art coming out on streaming. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so, uh, I mean... Okay, so we talked about Matt Mickelson. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink. Let's drink. Cheers drink. to another wait, wait, wait. round. Chink, chink, chink. Chink. I'm just, I'm just like, there that doesn't go. sound right. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah. oh, yes. Ooh. 
was a shot of Karkov vodka. I want to be responsible and just say, if you're under 21 and living in the United States, you should not be drinking. If you're living anywhere else in the world and you're 18, go ahead. So (laughs) You're like the opposite of the teacher in this, like the kid, oh, I'm failing school and I can't pass my class. I need to go to med school. Did you try drinking? Did you try drinking before an exam? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's one day I was like, dude, dude. Want to try drinking before an exam? Like, yeah, only in Europe <laughs> can you get away with that being like the happy ending. Like he actually passes because he drank and they're like, yay. Well, because it's like a lot of, I think a lot of people passing exams suffer just because of their anxiety. And I feel like, you know, from personal experience, uh, don't feel so anxious, guys. Like you, you can do it. You're, you're good. Yeah, just you drink. know, you're smart. You're <laughs> smart. You're important. And, you know... <laughs> Eat my shit. <laughs> <laughs> and have this fucking whiskey, okay? No, but but it's, <laughs> but it's uh, you know, I, I think, well, it, this movie, yeah, the movie mostly focuses on Mads Mikkelsen, but you, like, you know, one of his friends is also, like, two of them are, like, married with kids. There's one who's, like, I guess single, or, like, two of them are single. One guy has, like, an old dog that... Like he, the dog is so old that he has to actually lift the dog's leg for him to pee because oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't lift his leg. Thing is, like yeah. that's why I like about these European movies is that like they, there's no veneer. There's no, like yeah. you know, these are people and they have to deal with shit, and they're not gonna hide the fact that this guy's dog is so old that he has to lift his leg for, for him yeah, to pee. Yeah, no, that's the thing. When I was watching about this movie, there were moments that I feel like if they made an American remake, they would make it more slapstick. But there are yeah. also moments like, like the moment when like he peed in the bed with the kids. And I feel yeah. like only in Europe can you get away with making that like a serious moment in like, yeah. but then yeah, there was also, yeah. also moments like, where oh, I feel like they made it more dramatic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there would have been like a moment, like if this were made in America, it would be, Oh, I pee in the bed. And then it would be like a whole caper about him trying to hide the fact that he peed. Yeah. And- <laughs> And the then, like, cue to scream, Ew, yeah. and then cue to screaming wife, like, what the hell? And then that would be it, right? But, yeah. like, uh, in the European version, like, you know, he doesn't get away with it. And there's, there's like, a five-minute converse- fight about, like, you know, how fucked up everything is getting because he's fucking drunk. And yeah. Uh, yeah, those wives don't play. They, like, left. Like, they oh, were, yeah. like, yeah, hey, this is playing. a cute experiment. And it's, like... <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, one like of them it, is kind of whipped, don't you think? Like the, the, the uh, Mads like, get fresh one? fish, get fresh fish. <laughs> Not Mads Mickelson's one, right? Because she, yeah, she kind of went back to him at the end, but she was more mm-hmm. like, no, she was yeah. still a little like, nope. One thing is, is like, I think they have a, a weird situation because I think they, she cheated on him, and I think he cheated on her. Although it's not always super apparent. Although there, there's a line that. Like yeah. they sort of say, like, didn't you play around? And it's like, well, didn't you play around? And, uh, you know, what about you? And, and uh, you know, the thing is, it's like when he starts drinking, because he seems like a very, uh, like, you know, my experience with Danish people is that they're very stoic until they start drinking. And then they're like, you know. <laughs> Wait, is Matt Nicholson Danish? Is yeah, he's Danish. Oh, okay. But most Scandinavians, I feel like Scandinavia being, you know, Denmark, Sweden, Finland, and uh, Norway. Yeah. Although I think some people think that 
Finland is in Scandinavia. I don't know. But thing is, like, uh, they're super calm. And then you go for a drink with them. And then they, like, they might seem, like, distant. And then yeah. when you start drinking with them, you're, like, their best friend now. So Mads so Mikkelsen, yeah, as favorite. an actor, is, like, the human representation Danish. of Danish people. in the Yeah, movie. he's just being Danish. Like, like, like if, you, <laughs> if you think about his career, like, when he's far from Denmark, he's, yeah. like... He he has to be stoic and he has to like yeah. not not smile or anything. But yeah. the closer he gets to Denmark, he can do movies. He's just normal. He can he's just be normal. Guy. And then at the last two minutes of a Danish movie, he just dances, and I'm like, what the? <laughs> yeah, he he's he a graceful dancer, man, and yeah, like, like he does a whole thing with the uh, with the beer can and everything. Yeah, that movie he did in the beginning, like when he was on the bench. Like, do you, yeah. do you remember when jerking was a thing? The Okay, that sounds wrong, but like, you remember that dance style that was out for like two years? Uh, like, no. It was, whatever. It was like around <laughs> the time shuffling was a thing, and like there's yeah, a move. Yeah, I know shuffling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and there was like I a shuffle. move in jerking, <laughs> in jerking where like you drop your knee down, and then mm -hmm. like like twist around while your knee is down. Uh, he did that, oh, and he yeah. did it really smooth. So yeah. that caught my eye, and I was like, wait, did he just do what? 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 And then from there, he just did cartwheels and started like leaping off of stuff. He's in and, shape. He's in yeah, shape. I don't know. Like, I guess the more comfortable he gets, he he is he is Danish. I guess. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, thing is, like, um, you know, if uh, you know, if you've already watched the movie, listeners, uh, or not, like, um, I know that anyway. In Norway, I know that there's like a tradition that when all the high school kids, when you're in high school and you graduate like you'll rent a bus and then you'll have like a party bus for like a week or something. And yeah. just when you graduate, it's just for you to celebrate, get drunk and party. And that's sort of like what you see in the movie as well. But instead of having like a bus, they have like three fucking like trucks that they're just like sailors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're dressed like sailors. And, uh, you know, uh, it, I like the fact I like this movie because of just like I don't know it's just like quietly it's sort of a movie that that you can just watch and experience and it's not something that gets you like Ugh, super um, you know freaked out or it's you know it makes you like I don't know it's just a very uh, yeah. European movie <laughs> I just got a, I just got a kick out of seeing Mads Mikkelsen play an average guy like yeah. he he's not the type you would think if like you just grew up 100% on like American movies, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, um, what, what else? Did, I wrote some stuff about this movie because, like, at Go first, ahead. I, Dude, I kinda, you took notes. I, took I did notes. not take notes this week. You took notes. This is a first, guys. This is, yeah, a, like, I, I didn't expect to like get into I'll this movie, but it just felt so I needed to. Here, before, before I go into my uh, notes, let me, uh, pour myself, is, uh, I'm so happy. I told I told yeah, Mike like yeah, we have to watch this movie, and <laughs> it was like okay. <laughs> and at first I was like whatever, but like, whatever. you guys tend to be with us a lot when we're doing our um, obscure yeah. movies. So yeah, I think uh, our listeners like obscure mo movies, and uh, you know that's it's not really we... that obscure though. It was like nominated really. for an Oscar. Yeah. But it's not like I don't think this movie has gotten the same buzz that Parasite did. Yeah. Like Parasite being a foreign movie, yeah. From the point of view of like the United States, uh, I think it got a lot of press, 
mostly yeah. because it was winning awards here and there. And like this one feels like more, I don't know, like I've seen ads for it, but it, it didn't seem like everyone was like clamoring to see this movie. So yeah. it, it's, uh, let's see, hopefully they win an Oscar. What are the Oscars, by the way? Uh, no idea. At some point, I don't know. I just saw an ad on Instagram that had like graffiti on the Oscar and they're like, we're coming and I didn't stick around for the date. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so tell me your notes, Mike. All right, my notes. Hold up. Wait, we, we we told the listeners the plot of the movie, right? Or did we just start going? Uh, yeah, we told. So. Yeah, you you told yeah. them basically. Yeah, I like, told them. Yeah, as Nicholson, it's like basically, yeah, like they think they're gonna be. Yeah, so these four friends uh, decide to drink all day and stay at like a 0.5, you know, alcohol uh, level, which according to some researcher that one of the guys, uh, yeah. you know, found, yeah. is the optimal amount of alcohol. But they just uh, keep to be drinking. creative and you know and and uh you know friendly and successful yeah. and whatever and uh i mean throughout the movie thing is like where the movie goes like where things start going wrong is when they start upping the ante and seeing like is there a better level like let's yeah. try some more right <laughs> and that's where all the the problems uh thing is at first everything's fine and then that's where you see like when they start upping the level of alcohol uh when things start going wrong <laughs> And now Sorry. I'll let I'll let Mike talk when about they started drinking absinthe, <laughs> quoting the cup in absinthe, and I was like, "Wow, you guys!" Yeah, are... they, it's like you know, being alcohol, being an alcoholic doesn't have to be you know tacky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's I think this movie proves that, but but it's just like you know they're they're making it look nice, and I think you know they're making it look. Uh, Maybe nice isn't the right word, but like, you know, it's fancy. Pre it's presentable. Right? It's a presentable, presentable frat boy movie. In it. Yeah, it's a presentable frat boy movie because you're like, okay, well, really you know, hey, if the scientist told me if I get drunk at like 0.5, uh, you know, percent vo volume or whatever, yeah. um, like I can be more successful and more friendly and a better person. Like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll try that. And, uh, you know, and then the, the they, they make it sound okay, but then, you know, like, are they going to be become alcoholics or something like, yeah. <laughs> is this going to go wrong in some way? And it it, it, it does somewhat because like, you know, we talked about the guy peeing on the bed <laughs> and that's Mickelson having a fight with his wife. Uh, although I think because they're, they're like distant, mm -hmm. uh, Mads Mickelson and his wife uh, in the movie, uh, they're like distant. But then when he starts getting drunk, he says like, Hey, let's go on a camping trip and, and everything. And like, starts being more friendly, I guess. And uh, you know, Oh uh, yeah, here here they have a love scene. Oh no, that that's a good uh, transition a to my scene. notes. Yeah, the ahead. first note I saw says, "Wait, so Mads Mikkelsen has better sex with alcohol?" That is my first note. <laughs> well, uh, he did. <laughs> For some well, reason, well maybe he thought he did, but so, maybe he didn't well, because well, his wife cried and was like, "I missed you." So I was yeah. like, "Wow, he was so oh, because, good. He like yeah. made her emotional." I guess it was the and first time they had sex in a while. I'm guessing. Oh yeah. Due <laughs> <laughs> to because uh, like he was never yeah. really present, right? But like he's uh, but the fact that it was with alcohol, I'm like, oh, you are superhuman, Mr. Mickelson. Oh yeah, no, I mean, then it's like, uh, you know, he was at a sort of like tipsy level, right? He yeah. wasn't like super drunk. So it's, uh, you know, I think, well, he's like a history teacher, right? And at the beginning of the movie, there's this scene where uh, the, the teachers and I mean, the, the parents and their kids 
talk to him and say like, you know, uh, we want to go to college and we can't get there. Uh, we can't get to the college we want if, uh, you know, you're going to flunk us in history because we know that you're super like, he's like a bad teacher and he's super strict, I guess, in his grading yeah. or something, you know, whatever. And uh, after he starts drinking, like he becomes a better, more engaging teacher. Yeah. And he just talks about, but this is like, I, I saw an interview with the director uh, and he said that this was like a love note, like to alcohol in a way, yeah. but like not shying away from the dark side of alcohol. Yeah, so there it, was a it, crew member you know, that died, right? Or something. Yeah, from, yeah. Like, there, one of them dies uh, uh, because he gets too drunk and yeah. falls off his boat, I think. Yeah. And uh, you don't see it happen, but like it, you know, it's like he's there and then he's not. So yeah. spoilers. <laughs> oh no, I'm talking about in a real life. Actually, I don't know if it's true. Real life. This is the in, on, according to Wikipedia. So take it mm -hmm. with a grain of salt. But mm -hmm. there was like a tragedy that happened because and because of that, they wanted to start leaning more towards the dark side of alcohol too, rather mm -hmm. than it being about hey, yeah. look at these creative guys and these people in history you know what happened they all drink so cool yeah <laughs> i think but but it's it's um i think they strike a good balance between like good and bad endings because it's it is kind of bittersweet because they yeah. lose their friend but like they seem to get their lives back together yeah. a little bit or it seems like it makes you feel like oh okay you know they might he might get back together with his wife or oh uh you know his wife let him back into the house or something or oh yeah. and this guy uh was dating like the whatever teacher i can't remember yeah. like uh the third friend who started out single like i think he strikes a romance with with a new like assistant or teacher or something yeah so it's uh you know well uh, well, according mm -hmm. to this article in IndieWire, okay, what happened was um, uh, Thomas Vinterberg, like the filmmaker that made this, his daughter uh, died because of a uh, drunk driver. So mm -hmm. that's yeah. why they wanted to start leaning towards like yeah. the bad side rather than like showing that alcohol can make you more creative. Yeah, I think, well, I think that, start, I think that happened when they were like, two weeks into shooting or something or like two yeah. months or something like they were early into shooting and, and um, the director's daughter uh, died because of uh, what, what uh, Mike said. And uh, yeah, I think, yeah, it, it's uh, um, dude, like a lot of tragic stories with these directors these days. Shit. I know right? it's like weird. It's like, we want to keep things light and stuff, but if we are yeah. going to talk about like the full story of a TV show. Yeah. Movie. Cause we were talking about Zack Snyder last week. Yeah. But what happened, uh, yeah, his daughter exactly. and how like, you know, the whole, that whole thing with like Joss Whedon coming back and I mean, not coming back, but like replacing him because of that tragedy yeah. in his life. And now we're, we're talking about, um, uh, what's the name of the director? Uh, Thomas Vinterberg. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I like in one interview that I saw with him, like he said that it was probably the best place for him to be was on that set surrounded by friends when all this yeah. happened. So it's like, uh, you know, I, I think he's, uh, um, you know, I, I think he made it like a really great movie. 
And, uh, you know, I, I, I think people probably seeing the ads and whatever probably think that this is just like, oh, you know, I don't want to see this because they're just going to drink all the time. Like it has a way, a, a lot of depth. It's, it is not a J- Judd Apatow, st- like whatever style movie yeah. where uh, you, just like people do silly things and get you know, drunk. You know whatever. what's weird? Like to me, it kind of felt like a Judd Apatow movie, but a little less comedy. Because mm-hmm. Judd Apatow style is very like... It's actually very like slow burn and smart mm-hmm. and not like playing like he'll have moments that get played up for laughs but yeah i would say if there's an american filmmaker that like i would compare this to or somebody that if god forbid they want to make an american remake i would have like judd apatow mm-hmm. like with 40 with 40 year old um virgin judd, i guess like even like the whole point of that movie and knocked up was that Judd Apatow and his friends or the cast members were trying to trick the um, general public into thinking that it was a stupid comedy and they would mm-hmm. have a few stupid comedy moments in it, but it was like tricking American audiences into watching something smart, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, uh, there, there's still some things that, that you know, I, I think, you know, that, that famous, um, you know, hair removal scene, uh, <laughs> You know, like Carson, that yeah. waxing. He was like, Carson. and uh, <laughs> which actually happened. Yeah. They actually pulled out, pulled out his hair, yeah. uh, um, Steve Carell's hair, and in the uh, four-year-old virgin. And uh, it, it's, um, I think there would have been some some sort of like pure comedic moments in a movie like this if Judd Apatow had had been the director behind it. But uh, I think like the the laughs are. Are I did find myself laughing all the time at this movie, but like when I laughed, I really laughed, and uh, you know the sad moments. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, this is serious, and yeah. uh, but but it's um, I don't know, but it, it's a well balanced movie. It's yeah. not like a pure comedy. It's not pure drama. It's it's uh, it's not like a pure tragedy. It's a mix of a bunch of things. Well, the thing is, and, I kind of miss you know, movies like this. I miss like just like slice of life feeling movies because I feel like a lot of things are starting to lean towards like the fin- fantastical um, mm-hmm. a lot more and I think a lot of that is because like you know more and more you kind of have to like fight your way towards a theatrical release like so um, mm-hmm. like having theatrical release movies are becoming less and less common so um, it's for people that want to like get further in their careers it's a lot more common now to make something that feels like a marvel movie or feel like if you're not making an epic sci-fi superhero movie it's like like a high budget parody of a sci-fi superhero movie or something so then it's like i i I, it's 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 funny watching movies from like other countries and realizing that that kind of genre still exists where it's like yeah there's drama and yeah there's stakes but for the most part it's like kind of just an average guy getting through the day kind of movie. Yeah. 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 But I, you know, I think movies in every country are kind of like the types of movies that come out and are successful in a given year, like really tell you what is in people's minds. Yeah. And um, you know, I think it's good to vary your movie watching. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, you don't get Danish movies that are good on Hulu every day but uh, <laughs> uh, I mean there there's uh, you know Netflix in a certain way they're they're doing a lot of different 
uh, content for each country. Like, you know, there's like French TV shows or Spanish Netflix shows and, mm-hmm. um, you know, but they're still very Netflix is, you know, it's still that Netflix kind of style. style so it doesn't good. feel that unique yeah and different i love how netflix so, has their own yeah. thing now i feel like that's going to work against them sometimes if you it's it's fine now but it's going to work against them that you can almost identify what a netflix show is now <laughs> yeah i mean you know um it's like i think the first like the first french netflix tv show that they had had like you know gerard Depardieu, you know the guy who peed in the airplane uh, years ago yeah. <laughs> out of protest because they wouldn't let him use the bathroom so he just peed in uh, in the aisle uh like he plays like, oh the, this guy um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> the guy that kind of looks like uh colin farrell in uh in the batman <laughs> yeah kind of right <laughs> yeah that almost made but me like, wonder uh, why they yeah. hired colin farrell because there are like multiple actors that look like how he looked like with the yeah. <laughs> then they try like uh didn't they name? try to hire didn't they try to get Jonah Hill or something? I think they were trying to get him for the Riddler cuz they were yeah, they're trying probably to get him at a time Riddler. where he was skinny cuz he like changes body size. He's like a, he's like another Christian Bale where he's like fat and it's skinny, fat and skinny. So Yeah, yeah. But um yeah, there, there are a lot but Richard I don't know. Kine, I think it's it's interesting that they went with uh Chris Farrell. Uh, I mean not Chris Farrell. Uh, Colin, Colin Farrell, <laughs> dude. You know I keep mixing up names. I'm I'll so join, pissed off. Uh, hey, myself. it's because you're you're drunk, and I'll join you. I have uh, yes. I I, I, I filled margarita. up my, my glass the second time. Oh, you, yeah, you're having a margarita. Jose Cuervo. Oh yeah, I'm having some bullet, but it's like bullet, bullet bourbon, bullet bourbon. Because <laughs> oh, you're when you're li- when the bull's late. You'll get some frontier whiskey. No, but <laughs> thank you, Samuel. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so when you gotta go. Well, anyway, uh, let's not get sidetracked. What was I saying? I forgot. I, I, I mixed I have up no clue. We Colin were, Farrell. Colin know, Farrell. We were about, uh, What's interesting that they wanted Colin Farrell, Farrell and just said like we're gonna put some latex all over you, so that you look kind of like a a uh, another person. Uh, like I don't know. Like they're. <laughs> Who does he play? Penguin or something? Uh, Danny DeVito. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, Colin Farrell is playing Penguin, right? Mm-hmm. In the new Batman movie. Is that who he's playing? Is I think that? so. Are we too drunk to figure that out? Or Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> we've uh, we we. It kind of looks like, imagine, I don't know, like Colin Farrell's The Penguin, and I think it's The Penguin in The Batman uh, with yeah. Robert Pattinson that's coming out. Uh, he looks like the Ukrainian gangster version of the penguin. Like, <laughs> it's like they're trying to almost turn all the villains into like the gangster version of something. Like they tried yeah. it with Jared Leto, they're trying it with the penguin, and it's at a certain point, it's like I don't, I don't know. Like, like I, I, I'm noticing that under Zack Snyder, he he tended to kind of like. He's the only one I can think of right now that tended tended to like swerve around the whole like gangster or mafia um, aspect of yeah. like villains and stuff. Yeah, he didn't like, want to denigrate himself or the character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all about the heroes and the gods. Like gods do not deal with mobsters. I'm sorry. Yeah, and <laughs> <other> gods. <laughs> DC gods <laughs> only deal with aliens 
and uh, you know criminal masterminds like uh, uh, you know Lex Luthor, if you can call him a, a criminal mastermind. I mean, Lex Luthor as a character, yes, but like the uh, what's his name version of <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, Jesse Eisenberg, the Mark Zuckerberg, the Jesse Eisenberg, Mark Zuckerberg version. <laughs> like sleuther so i don't know he has as much social like you know emotional iq like you know uh as mark zuckerberg <laughs> it's just like, hey if you if anyone listening to this is actually, actually works for mark zuckerberg because chances are you might be because like you're listening to us from menlo park yeah uh, <laughs> We're Tell not talking about, about your boss. We're, Tell them about us. We love Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him about us to listen to us. Who would play like, like Mark Zuckerberg he's now? Gonna he's gonna have a little chuckle. Jesse chuckle. Eisenberg matches the the Mark Zuckerberg like making his way through college and like creating. Fame. He he Jesse Eisenberg was a good actor for Mark Zuckerberg of that time. But who would be mm -hmm. a good Mark Zuckerberg now when he's had like the court cases, when he's always like doing these live streams and he has all this weight on his shoulder? Because like if you watch like some of his like videos he has to put out, he has almost this cold look in his eyes. Like like he's just dazed from like everything that's going I on. I don't know. I'd go with Jesse Eisenberg <laughs> in the prison cell, okay. like in, in, at the end of BVS. <laughs> Yeah, like I prison cell Eisenberg. You would go with the random old guy that was in there. <laughs> yeah, a random old guy was like, he's not here. <laughs> you know what he looks like? He looks like the comic book version of uh, the Vulture from Spider-Man. Yeah, that's that true. Man. That's so true. He he looks like the comic book version where where it's not like mechanical. It's yeah. not like that that like you know when he's an actual bird. jet airplane. You know thrusters. I'm vulture. so bummed like that they never flapping made flapping his wings with his arms. I'm so that's that kind of vulture. <laughs> I'm bummed they never made Spider-Man four with Tobey Maguire because uh, uh, John Malkovich was supposed to play Vulture. Get over oh here, Peter. Get over Parker. here, <laughs> Peter Parker. <laughs> it's time to die, Parker. <laughs> Dude, I saw I saw a version of Hercule Poirot with uh, this is like an Amazon original with uh, John Malkovich as Hercule Poirot, and uh, it's weird. <laughs> it's it, who with who? It's enjoyable. Like you know, uh, Hercule Poirot is the Belgian version of like uh, Sherlock Holmes, you know, by Agatha Christie. And, uh, yeah. and it's with like they made an Amazon original with uh, John Malkovich, and instead of having mustache, which like the character is very very famous for, he has a goatee. So it's ah. like a, just like a, a white goatee that he paints black to look younger, you know. Ah. And, and uh, this is how John Malkovich sounds when he like you know like John Malkovich's accent in Johnny English. Like imagine that, but with a detective. Like, you know, because John Nagovich played a French guy in, in the first Johnny English with uh, Rowan Atkinson. I don't know if, if that was big in the U.S. at the time, no, but, but it was like a spoof. Yeah. There was a time when Rowan Atkinson was like everywhere for some reason. Yeah. Like Johnny English and it was... Uh, well, you know, Mr. Bean Mr. first. Bean. First and foremost, uh, Mr. Bean. Rat Race. 
if we're going to talk about something that like most Americans were like, oh, that guy, it was probably Rat Race. No, yeah, we're like, hey. well, you know the 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 guy who uh, repainted Whistler's mother in that original Mr. Bean movie, because <laughs> he sneezed on it and then he tried to wash it and he just like fucked up the painting so he decided to replace it with uh, with a poster <laughs> oh yeah that was another that was another note i made was um it, it always it always like makes me laugh when like european actors that always play almost like important mm-hmm. kind of roles in america are all like they have slapstick goofy stupid comedies in whatever country they're from yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like, Mart- like Martin Freeman, like yeah, um, Martin Freeman. He, he, he was, was in the, the Hobbit. He, he, he was, yeah, he was like, but he in America he always played like somebody smart and this or that. And I remember yeah. the first time I was in a store in England, and I and like the cashier, like the cashier just sort of had just like a bunch of like cheap DVDs, and I don't know what the name of this movie was, but it was one of those stupid mm-hmm. low budget Christmas movies. And he oh, was yeah, on the yeah. top of I know going what you're like, talking what? about. I know what you're talking about. Uh, dude, it's like, oh my God. Martin it was famous Freeman because Christmas. you had like every single British actor there. And, uh, you know, the actor who went on to play Rick Grimes in The Walking Dead, like he has a whole thing in there. And uh, he's trying to, wait, let me look. Is it yeah, Phil Nye, not Nye, but Nye. <laughs> and he has a whole thing where he's like a rock singer who has to record a, a Christmas album. And uh, it's like, I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. And it's called you know, Love Actually. Fe- yeah, Love Actually. So you Wait, have that, oh, no, Atkinson the, there. Oh, no, I'm yeah. looking at uh, Nativity 3, Dude, Where's Nativity My Donkey? Nativity 3, oh, that's even worse. That, that's the <laughs> one I was talking about because I'm, I'm okay. recognizing this art style. I'm like, I, yeah, I saw so, it at the front. I was like, what are you doing in this? Uh, Nativity what are you, 3. What are you doing this there, Martin? <laughs> because he, he's, in, he's also in the, for all you film buffs out there, in the, in the Cornetto trilogy, uh, you know, with Simon Pegg yeah. and uh, Nick Frost. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, know, and uh, you know, Shaun of the Dead, uh, Hot Fuzz, yeah. and uh, The End of the World, I think it's called, the, the last one. The Cornetto trilogy, and he he features heavily in the last one, not so much in the first. I don't think he, I can't remember if he was in Shaun of the Dead, but he's definitely in Hot Fuzz and uh, uh, the End of the World, or no, World's End at or like or something like that. <laughs> you know, what threw at me World's off? End. The first time <laughs> I something. watched um, uh, what threw me off was the first time I watched uh, Ollie G. It was like the Ollie G movie. What was it called? It was like Ollie G in the house. And Martin Freeman oh was God. in the passenger seat yeah. with him. You doing it? I'm feeling it. I'm pressing it. Nice. Or just beatboxing. Wait, have you ever seen Ali G in the house? I've never seen Ali G. I, I saw Ali G the TV show a while, like long, a long time ago, but um, no, I never saw the movie. Thing is, I've only seen the Borat movies from uh, you know, if we're talking about Sasha Baron Cohen, I've only seen the the Borat movies. But uh, I didn't see Bruno or uh, <laughs> or Ali G. And, uh, but yeah, the thing is, all those characters started as characters on, uh, on this TV show that, um, on the Ali G TV show, actually. So it was, uh, yeah, deep cuts. Deep cuts. But uh, let me look at, yeah, because like 
Martin Freeman, yeah, he started out in, in The Office. Like, he played a porn star in uh, Love Actually. Uh, but, like, one of those, like, porns, like, one of those, like, softcore where, like, they don't actually have sex, but, like, they have to act like they're having sex. It's like, they just and show their That's face. how he strikes a romance with his, with his, uh, you know, um, um, you know, with the other actress. So, you know, with the, with the, the woman he's doing scenes with. So like, so they end up just talking about stuff, right? So when they're acting out all these like, you know, sexual acts and <laughs> it's like, Hey, you know, well, oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. I wanted to put some drapes in my apartment or something, you know, <laughs> it's like, Oh yeah, you know, whatever. And it's like, Oh, do you want to go out? Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, so it's uh, yeah. Funny, funny movie. <laughs> but then there are some cringeworthy movies, man, and those romantic things. It, it's yeah. just, yeah. I love how the, uh, was it, um, I forgot what it was, where, but I guess like Netflix is getting a lot of credit now for bringing back the uh, romantic comedy. Um, I think mm -hmm. they are, but kind of not. I mean, like, they did pretty good with like, Always Be My Maybe to All the Boys and uh, the one with Tay Diggs and Lucy Liu. What was it? I forget. But anyway, they... Um, yeah, I forgot about that one. Oh, yeah. It was uh, like, wasn't it about like there were bosses and their yeah. assistants got them to go out together or something? S something like that. And yeah, like, was you know, was Zoe Deutsch or Deutsch or I can't remember. You know, I will pronounce it the European way and say it's oh, Zoe Deutsch. That. And <laughs> and I'm uh, yes, we're really drunk today. <laughs> I mean, we wanted to be with the theme of the movie. Another and round, <laughs> yeah. Let's have yeah. another round tonight. Another round, but then uh, freedom. Yes. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> this is material for some future court case. I'm sure of it. <laughs> it's a podcast. Come on, we need a. We need, we need our twist. This is our yeah. Twist. Put a le put an orange twist on there, just like yes. in another round. Ali it's, says this uh, is poetic. I don't know why. Ali says it is poetic. Why are you doubting Justice. this, Mike? Why are you doubting? <laughs> <laughs> this is poetic i can't i what am i doing <laughs> yes you can no <laughs> i'm being like the the bad friend who's like yeah go ahead drink another one you know you can do it you know you want to <laughs> all right no, but like seriously you know that, no, seriously no. if you're dealing with drinking problems do not do it i'm, do I'm not. trying to be I'm well, trying we to were, avoid any court cases. We, we were uh, once know. tipsy spoilers, though. So we were once we tipsy spoilers. Once in a while. And the thing is, we drink... I essentially drink only when I talk to you, essentially. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Aww. And you're, you're, you're the source of my alcoholism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and you, me, also. Yeah, dude, I was actually it's okay. at a... We're, we're uh, codependent. Uh, is, is that the right word? <laughs> I don't know, but I was at a house party with like 22, 24-year-olds last week, and that's when I realized... Oh, we're so I old. I'm going to be 30 this year. Can you believe that? Jesus Christ. Yeah, you you won't realize it until you're at a party with like, like people in their early 20s, because one, you'll mm -hmm. realize you can't hang anymore, and two, the music they like is completely different, 
so it's just fun to play your music and watch them get mad but <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i i was uh i was always the guy who would play like Jimi hendrix at a party just to see people cringe and <laughs> i were people cringing at Jimi hendrix what parties do you go to <laughs> Because they don't know good music. Like, Who doesn't know why. Jimi Hendrix? <laughs> I know. I know. But still. That's you know, perfect I, house party music when you're just sitting around right, right? and just talking shit. Yeah. But then maybe those, you know, deep cuts like, uh, you know, um, uh, Little Wings or something that, you know. Or, yeah, it's like, oh, go inside. Imagine all this is that, like, <laughs> like, cla- like, like, up until maybe like the eighties or so, maybe past the nineties, I don't know. But up until the eighties, like every musician, especially guitar players, had like a signature sound, not mm-hmm. with their guitar, but like a signature grunt. Like yeah, no, Jimi Hendrix like, had a, yeah. and then Prince had a like, He's on to me. <laughs> yeah, it's always like he, he had his own way. He had his own way of delivering lyrics. I'm not sure if it's actually singing what he was doing. It's just, I don't know. He, he, it's he like a mix of singing with, and just like poetry. I don't know. He got but, away with uh, doing what he wanted. Like even when he did. Uh, yeah, he was his own guy. Was even his when own, he did he the did national anthem thing. on the guitar, like it wasn't like revered at the time as anything great. Yeah. It is now, but at the time he was like fucking around, and that's what made yeah. him awesome. Like, who are yeah. the fuck-arounders now that, like... Uh, I, I can name one, but he's not very famous, and he's already, like, in his 60s, probably, or, like, 50s or 60s. Nah, but it's this was... Australian rocker called Nick Cave. Uh, you seen and it's, like, Nick Cave and the Bat Seeds. And I think uh, he yeah. only got, like, let's say mainstream fame when he did one song with Kylie Minogue. Yeah. And after that, like... You know nothing, but yeah. thing is, he's well known in like the you know, uh, I guess in in people who are really into rock music and just like because he, he's he has the weirdest lyrics, <clears throat> but they're very like you know deep cut type songs. It's just like ghosting. Yeah, I don't know. And then a whole and it, experience. It's an it's an hour. It's long. an experience, and like he makes he's in a bunch of documentaries that he like co created. That you can see on Amazon Prime, like there's one that's called uh, uh, "With More Feeling" or like "One More Time with More Feeling" or something. Yeah. And I saw it in Berlin with uh, one of my Australian friends, who is also a musician. So shout out to him uh, on Spotify. His name is Smai Blue, S M A I B L U E, and you know, enjoy his songs if you want. Uh, but uh, thing is like. I found Nick Cave again on my Spotify, you know, rotation or something. And I was like, shit, you know, this was really good. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> he's, uh, I think he's currently based in Brighton, like in the UK somewhere. And like all his songs are like, you know, uh, it's like, when I go out and I do things and this fucked up thing happened and yeah. And <laughs> 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 and then it's like I have a fetus on a leash like that's an actual lyric <laughs> he says he has a fetus on a leash which blew my mind and I don't know if in a good way or in a bad way but it did blow my mind in a way because I was like I've never heard that before and uh you know he's, just, he's really doing his own thing and that's like the 
to answer your question, after 10 minutes of me talking about Nick Cave, that is a guy who's doing his own thing nowadays. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm doing a victory, like, you know, stug the landing move with my arms in the air. Be like, me yes. Bowing. I'm bowing you. on your behalf. Thank you. Thank you. And um, uh, <laughs> hopefully I'll stick around with us. It's going to be a long episode. I have nowhere to go today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I was working today. This is Saturday, and I had to work today uh, on some projects. I'm going to work tomorrow as well. But not to complain, I know that a lot of people work on the weekends. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, this week was especially annoying uh, for reasons I will not go into so that I will not get fired. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm exaggerating, but yes, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, trade secrets and, and, and such, but it's like, um, you know, um, I think another round was the good, was the right movie to watch. <laughs> no. I mean, the good, right. Good the, job bringing the, it back around to another round. So. I didn't do it intentionally. Uh, it just came no, into my mind. That was uh, that was smooth. That was smooth, like this Kharkov vodka margarita mix I have in front of me. Yes, thank you, Bullet Bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, pay us. Pay us. We keep doing free ads for these people all the time. Not Bullet Bourbon, but you know, specifically, but like a lot of people, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't like- mind doing it for my friends, but like Bullet Bourbon are not my friends yet. <laughs> I mean, all of you out in Romania, you have friends. Go, go, go! Tell them that what we binge needs uh, needs a pat on the back once in a while. You know. Yes. Needs a Give us tip, some tippy uh, tip. You know, Romania. You got. If you're in Transylvania, we love you everywhere. I don't know. Like, uh, if you're in Bucharest. I'm just putting my thumbs up right now. If you're, if you can't hear that, this is just watching it happen. This is your, your, your thumb is like to the side and half off at the same. This is the sound of my thumb going up. Wait, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shout out to our listeners for, uh, you know, just like suffering through all of our podcast episodes just like you know pulling through all through and, you know why we are creators and we, need we are creators exactly <laughs> wow this is hitting me i don't know what else to say after we uh you know you said like you know i actually have another topic we can end on if this is the end of our podcast i have another topic because while you were going on for 10 minutes about whatever. About Nick Cave, yes. About Nick Cave, and I thought you said Nick Cage like half the time, and I was like, Nick right. Cage. I thought you were talking about Nick Cage. Anyway, MovieWeb.com is reporting SpongeBob SquarePants episodes pulled by Nickelodeon due to controversial storylines, and those two episodes are Midlife Crustacean and Snail Race. Now, Snail Race, I don't give a fuck about. Whatever. It was a funny episode. It was funny. The Rock raced and was like, yay. You don't take midlife crustacean out of my life. You don't. You you put that episode back in. I have me and my friends would joke and say, <laughs> "Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs?" Like if we're ever partying, we would always say, "Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs?" And the fact that nobody's gonna know what the fuck we're talking about from here on out because you cancel culture, motherfuckers. 
<laughs> we were we were suffering. It's just because man, the speaking truth scene. to power, my friend. Speaking yeah, truth, the and truth. you're cutting it out because of the panty weight scene. Out of anything, she did. did what, what happened at the yeah. end of the episode? I have he, he okay. Rated. I haven't seen. I haven't seen SpongeBob or anything because I never liked SpongeBob to begin with. What? Anyway, I hate SpongeBob. It's just like oh. just gives me a headache. Oh, I like heart. Patrick. I like Patrick. But I don't like. Well, SpongeBob. There's, there's a Patrick spinoff coming off on Paramount Plus. So Paris, but yeah, I like <laughs> Patrick because he talks like this. <laughs> the midlife crustacean was one of my favorites because it was like it was like a whole episode where um, Mr. Krabs felt like he was getting old, and that's where they had a song called like "You're Old." So he like starts hanging out with SpongeBob and Patrick because he's he assumes SpongeBob and Patrick are like cool young people but they take him out to like playing dungeons and dragons and going out to like <laughs> kids playground and like slightly littering okay. or something or some or like or cleaning off graffiti that was one of them and then they get mad until they're until um they tell okay, mr crabs so. are running on a panty raid and then i think the panties come from like mr crab's mom or something what what is now, when, when, when they say it out loud i can understand why this episode might have been pulled but well, still. like we're going on a panty raid sounds like some sex offenders like bender or something i don't know but... well that's yeah <laughs> it was a funny episode i am shocked <laughs> we should cancel this episode end of story <laughs> oh, i love this episode though i heard panty raid it's done i don't want to look at it <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Keep your job, bro. <laughs> Stay employed. Be smart. Don't be like me. <laughs> don't, don't lose this is called it. this is called satire, Mike. Satire. Satire. And you're just a regular Mark. What's his name? I was gonna say Mark Hamill. Mark Twain. <laughs> I'm a regular, but isn't Mark Twain getting canceled? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Everyone's getting canceled. Everyone that was remotely anything, but it's like. You, I mean, you okay. know how it works. To be it's, fair, it's not everyone is getting canceled. Okay, but a lot, you know. But then it, it's it's. Uh, yeah. I don't know what else to say after that. Well, there's not like <laughs> we're gonna talk about cancel culture. Like a lot of people aren't getting canceled. It's like there's like a few maybe like job opportunities. You know, we talked about Q. We talked yeah. about Q. We're talking about cancel culture. Like you know, uh, I'm sure those guys in Russia who are listening to us, they're part of some troll farm. And they're going to be like, "Hey, let's let's ship this." It sounds, you know, <laughs> controversial. <laughs> Are they going to bury our episodes in a time capsule for the aliens? Is that what you're saying? It's going to be on the Daily Wire. It's, it's going to we... show up on the Daily Wire. It's like, you know, <laughs> I can't believe these guys. They don't respect the fabric of this fucking country. Like, Holy shit, Mr. Shapiro, speaking truth to power. I have to tell you, it's a, oh my god. No, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like his voice can like his voice comes with like lasers like every time he talks his voice words have power okay <laughs> oh man anyway uh hope my future employers don't find it. actually maybe find this episode i don't know well you know thing is um you know Thing is, I, I just want to have like a more re re reconciliatory tone, re re complicated word. You know what I mean. But it, it's, know, it's yeah. you know what I mean. And, uh, <laughs> but it, it's, you know, uh, I think, 
I don't know what I think anymore. I had too much whiskey. But it's just, you know, I think we're like, proving you the treat point of the respect. movie another round. We're no. proving the point of another round. Yes. You should never let it go too far, people. Yes. Anyway, never go too far. Exactly. But I'm just saying, you know, treat people with respect. Be nice. Uh, if people get in your face, it's okay to, you know, defend yourself. Uh, <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> with words. With words. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> To create a punch of punch a dude. Out. No, don't punch anybody. Don't do anything like that. But you know, I mean, you know, it's okay to disagree, and it's okay to debate things, and it's okay to talk about things, and uh, you know that that's that's uh, yeah. <laughs> that that's it for oh, for my reconciliatory tone. Dude, crack.com. If the says if the Falcon and the Winter Soldier were a YouTube video, it would be flagged. <laughs> that's funny, and and that's a segue to Actually, next week because we're going to talk about not? Falcon yeah. and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, I don't know if well for for some of you who have seen it, I I have been watching it and I'm enjoying it. So um, you know, we're going to talk about the first three episodes next week. Yeah, and you know. I, I don't think we should talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier like every week, like we did for yeah. uh, WandaVision. I feel like we should watch like three episodes at a time and then talk about it. Although, yeah. you know, I heard some people say that, you know, it doesn't matter if you have theories or something. Like, there are no theories to be had. But I do have a theory that I will talk about next week and we will see, uh, you know, about who the real bad guy or girl or whoever is. Uh, Love how like all these shows are about gray areas now, which I always wanted. But at a certain point, it's gonna make people want like black and white villains again. Like people are gonna want like Batman from like the '60s, shit like that again. Maybe trends, I don't know. Go. I don't know. I don't know. The thing is, like, look, I was looking at Double Toasted this week, and they're like talking about how they were pissed off at the sort of more kind of black and white. You yeah. know, good versus bad. Yeah. Um, of the Snyder, like you know, DC villains. Yeah. Although you know, Steppenwolf had way more depth than Justice League, uh, but um, you know, I think in villains are more interesting when you either sort of somewhat agree with their opinion, but not with their methods. Yeah, kind of like you know. Well, the uh, thing is, I I, I can yeah. forgive like Steppenwolf being a black and white villain because at the end of the day, he was a lackey. He was yeah. like a, yeah. he, exactly. he was like a bitch boy for Darkseid. To to this day, I have no idea Dark how you could have Darkseid. Darkseid. Dark he's Dark a Darkseid. He's got a. He's a. You know, he's a, he's a bad. Yes. Uh, seed. I don't. Is that an expression? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> well, without Dark Side, Dark Seed, whatever. Without him in the movie, like, how how would Justice League have worked? Like, I don't understand what Steppenwolf's whole point of anything would have been. Anyway, I cover. I, I said that last week, but still, you know. Um, I don't know what to say that because I wasn't listening for two seconds. <laughs> two seconds i was thinking oh, about I, I uh I, I was thinking about uh <laughs> something else <laughs> i i hope my employers don't listen to this i think we gotta like, end this episode I, here mr goldblum we need a 
I think it's I, uh, a good area. I, uh, mm, I, I uh, you know, uh, gotta talk about these things, and uh, you know, maybe I'll like... be in uh, Thor: uh, Love and Thunder. You never know that. Mm-hmm, yeah, but uh, um, I, I like to float bloom. Anyway, Breaker and Podcast One and iHeart yes. Radio. Spotify, Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Bullhorn, TuneIn, uh, <laughs> Audible. Um, these these Enough. are a few of my favorite <laughs> platforms. Just to steal a line from, uh, what's that movie with Julie Andrews? The Hills Are Alive with the Sound of Music. Uh, just the sound of music, but uh, you know, he says these are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> oh my god, this is uh, this is what we binge. Thank we're you gonna listeners. get canceled. I'm telling you, this is our best episode. <laughs> Fuck it, this is our best one oh we've god. had in a while. God, my god, I apologize. <laughs> a, oh man, oh wow, I'm yeah, I'm Ooh. I uh, said very stupid things. And I will. <laughs> oh, um, and I will uh, do some self-reflection until next week. And I will meditate with you. Yes. We'll get in a nice headspace. You can sponsor us headspace. And um, oh, I got a text. Ooh, there's an open house tomorrow. We'll look at houses, nice. man. Nice. Real estate. We should do a real estate podcast. Real estate is expensive. What will yeah, we talk man. about though? Tipsy real estate. Tipsy, tipsy state. Tipsy estate. Yes. <laughs> All right, peace. <laughs> peace. <laughs>